Greetings, Groovers. Tisai, Nick Hennigan on Resonance 104.4 FM. Flipping marvellous, of course. And on BohemianBritain.com. And we're at a place called The Space. Oh, yeah, we're in space, man. Spaceman. Anyway, that's something else. Um, at the uh, their, their launch of the Edinburgh Festival in 2022. And it's kind of a jubilant um, occurrence. You can hear it all, actually, on BohemianBritain.com. We've recorded the entire opening um, uh, performances. Um, but I've also been joined by Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Hey, how are <laughs> you doing, Nick? And you've got a really good PR girl, haven't you? You know, Lou, Lou. is the best. Yeah, we do appreciate her, yeah. <laughs> Once you gave me a glass of red wine, I mean, she went, hey, come and say hello to Brendan. That's really the best press, it's red wine, yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah, obviously, um, I'm not here for the free beer. No, no, of course not. So just tell us about yourself, because you're not from these parts, are you? No, I am from just outside New York, and I'm still New York-based now. And uh, I'm at my first fringe, flying direct from New York City. It's a pleasure. Brilliant. Oh, I love, I love the because I'm an old hack, you know. I've been here on and off since about nineteen. I know they can't see you, but you don't look a day over (laughs) thirty, I'd say. Thanks, mate. You're very good. You're very good. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us about the show. So, well, you're bringing over. Well, tell us about the show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a show that I wrote and am performing in. So it's a solo show, one man. Uh, It is audience interactive as well. So it's called a eulogy for Roman, and every morning I host a eulogy at the Hilton Hotel, which is space venue number 36, the space on Northbridge. And uh, we... T- I didn't know the Hilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit posh, isn't it? Oh, I know. Sorry, it's, carry on. Well, it's perfect for a eulogy, I would <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. Um, so basically, whoever wanders through the doors becomes a part of the eulogy, um, and it turns out a little differently every time. So it's really, it's something you could come back to even multiple times if you're so moved, but we'd love to have anyone even on the first go. So how would you, so is it, so is it, what is it, stand-up? Is it drama? No, it's is really it a theater, it's a theater piece. I would call it a play primarily, um, but it has improvisational elements because of the improv, uh, the, um, interaction that is so um, about three quarters is written scripted structured and about one quarter is completely unscripted and to be decided by the audience but what's fun is as a first-time goer you may not really be able to tell what's written what's planned and what quite isn't um, and that's something we love to play with in the show yeah and what's what's your background so I noticed uh, it's oh no I was looking at the, the, the name of the person that did the artwork so what's yeah. your background is, is it theater is it is it writing yeah it's theater it's acting primarily um, so this is actually my first professional foray into writing although I've uh, written recreationally and I studied writing somewhat undergrad in college um, I'm actually a graduate student in acting at New York University Tisch right now um, so acting is my primary focus and I'd done solo shows in New York but uh, this was a moment where I felt I wanted to try my hand at actually writing one myself. I'd done enough of other people's writings. And uh, the Fringe was happy to, to have the piece. We submitted it to the space and, and they welcomed us with open arms. And we, we previewed out New York and it was really well received. And we're, we're thrilled to be rolling right here into Edinburgh now. I mean, it's interesting because obviously New York, everyone knows New York, a fantastic major world capital. What was the attraction, was there an attraction, I should say, of Edinburgh for, for you to yeah. be in Edinburgh? How's, how's it looked on over the pond? <laughs> yeah, over the pond, I would say Edinburgh still is like the gold standard of definitely solo show type work, but also it's seen as a festival full of just new work. This is where actors cut their teeth. This is where they, you know, it, it's a bucket list milestone. You've got to get to Edinburgh at some point. So as somebody who, you know, 
wants to continue with this career, it seemed like, hey, I haven't gotten to do this yet. What is ever, what's all the fuss about? And so far, I really get it. it. It's pretty singular, so I understand the reputation it holds. And how was your lockdown? I know it's slightly different in the uh, States, but yeah. not much. We all went through the same thing, really, didn't we? Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. That kind of led me into grad school, actually. I took some time away from performance because of the... Uh, because of the lockdown, the theaters in New York closed. I kind of read the writing on the wall. But um, it's good. Things are opening back up now. It's a great time to be training because when I'm done with graduate school, hopefully we'll be living in some semblance of a new normal. I know that's the, the phrase we all cling to, a new normal. But, um, you know, being here at the festival with it back in person is a really comforting sign. It's so exciting to do this piece especially that's so interactive with people in a new space. It's something that we just couldn't have done in the last two years. So it's really exciting exciting to be a part of. And there's been quite a lot of criticism of the Fringe, although it's your first time, so it doesn't make any difference, I suppose. But, some, yeah. but well, not so much criticism, but the fact it has got so big and, and yeah. so so massive. What's your, what's your, I mean, is it living up to what you expected so far? I know we're still very early on, aren't we? Yeah, it, it is early, but I would say the first thing I was struck by is I. it is larger and more overwhelming than I actually expected. People talk about a very quaint town, there's, you know, they talk about Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> this was... You know, this felt almost more like the Royal Mile as Times Square, to put it in our terms. But what's nice about that is that you know where the center is, where all the action is. But also, I found my way into, you know, quieter parts, alleyways and parks. And I'm living 35 minutes outside of city center, so I'm taking the bus to and fro. And, and honestly, I love that. It's getting me exposed to more of the city. And, and in some ways, I getting to live by the sea and stuff it's really a wonderful place it is a lovely city isn't it i say i've been coming off on and off since 1992 1992 and uh joe joe she did write most of harry potter in some of the cafes a joke joe rowling jk rowling yeah she did yeah yeah it's do you know why it's because her child wouldn't stop crying oh my she had to keep moving the child i don't know whether that's you know world exclusive i don't think so so what so tell us about the tell us about the show specifically i mean is it what is it uh, i mean i know you've talked about it yeah. but tell us, well just tell us about it yeah so the actual plot of it I, so the genre i would say is a, yeah, it's a dark it's comedy great. coming of age solo show with audience interaction but the plot is basically um a young man comes from the united states to edinburgh to eulogize his best friend who has recently passed um and so he attempts to eulogize him but he discovers that the eulogy is a little bit more challenging to complete than he anticipated so that's when he recruits the audience's help to basically honor his friend in the way that he feels roman the friend would want to be honored um that sounds so, quite emotional actually quite what? does it get quite emotional it can yes it's a like i said a little different but sometimes i audiences are teary um every audience laughs that's the good news yeah. is there's definitely lots of fun to be had but yeah it can get emotional and i think that um without being too cliche i think some great theater is the stuff that makes you laugh and then it makes you cry just moments later and i think that that's what this piece aims to do um and we've We've gotten it happening a few times, so we'd love to do that here as well. Oh, absolutely. And is, is Roman a real character? Roman is based on a real uh, a real couple of people and stories from my life. It's not fully autobiographical, um, but it is designed that when you see it, you might be like, hey, this, you know, you can't quite tell um, whether it's fact or fiction, and that's probably because a lot of it is fact uh, from my own life that's then been chopped up and, and replaced yeah yeah sometimes the strongest stuff isn't it when you've got that, oh, that yeah. air of reality yeah. Yeah. well especially as my first writing my first major writing piece it i was given the advice write with what you know um and i i definitely 
dug up some old memories for this one, which has been a treat. Yeah, haunting, but also a treat. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. And, and what do you hope to get out of Edinburgh? I mean, is there like a, a game plan, or was it just? A, I mean, well, what did you want to get out of it? Yeah, for for me personally, it's uh, it's to experience Edinburgh, yeah. be as open as possible, get this work, and get my own performance work in front of as many people as possible, and then just see where it takes me. Um, I I won't. I would say in many ways I've already succeeded on that mission. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be meeting people and performing in front of even a handful of strangers would be a gift. Um, but I've gotten to meet so many more than even just that. And we're performing all the way through August 20th. So I'm really excited for every person that gets to walk through that door. It will be a treat. And you've already got some quite good reviews. Yes, yes. We got a, a preliminary review from New York. We got a five-star critic's choice. So that was a promising moment. So we got it like July 30th. And then two days later, we flew here to Edinburgh. So we were riding that high, which is great. So we're here today at the press event. And, and maybe some other reviewers will feel inspired. We'd love to have them. Oh, brilliant. Well, it's lovely to talk to you, Brendan. Uh, a eulogy for Roman is at The Space on North Bridge, venue 36. You need to know these things, yes. Until the... When is it? Till it's the, until the 20th, yeah, 20th, and it's at 10.50 in the morning, the 5th through the 13th, and 10.55 in the morning, the 15th through the 20th. You have a five-minute lion, then of August. You've got another five minutes in bed. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you can really take every minute counts in the morning. Yeah. It does in Edinburgh, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Here, th that is like... Once you say AM at your showtime, people are like, whoa, 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 what's going on? But the good news is it's a pretty exciting offering for that time of the day. It is also as well, isn't it? The best time to do drama is in the afternoon, which most people go, what? But, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's actually perfect for us because one, it builds in the realism of the eulogy. And two, um, we don't want any uh, drunken hecklers coming through. So so we beat them to it. We get them nice and early. Yeah. Talking of which, we better get back to the free wine. That's oh, right. Oh, Brendan, congratulations. Have a fabulous first Edinburgh and uh, break a leg. Uh, I hope so it all much. goes well. Thank you so very much for having me. Yeah.